Welcome to the Terminal Exchange, the official podcast of Newsbomb Transportation, where we explore key issues and compelling stories in the trucking industry. I'm your host, Sage Anderson, and you're listening to episode 91, Women in Trucking, Julie and Brenda on stories, stereotypes, and success. Today, we're going to be debunking the mysteries of women in trucking while we learn about two brave women on the road. Join us as we learn about their trials, challenges, and triumphs now on our featured exchange. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, why don't you introduce, introduce yourselves? Uh, my name is Julie. I'm a driver. I'm Brenda, and I'm a driver. Okay. How long have both of you been at New Spawn? Uh, the end of March was three years. Okay. And I started on Valentine's Day of last year. Wow, that's so, very romantic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a love relationship. <laughs> um, and so you two know each other well because you spent, what, three weeks together, you said, training? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you start off telling me a little bit something that you learned about each other during that training time? Mm. Uh, you know, I had this whole thing prepared about how much I love Julie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Julie really, she's a fantastic trainer and she is, um, super ambitious. Like she's a go-getter and I really love that about her. She's got a great personality, very patient. Mm-hmm. Like she was so patient with me, this poor woman, <laughs> but, um, and she loves nature. Like we had such a blast just going out and seeing things and, Um, she made sure to take lots of pictures while I was driving and, Mm -hmm. um, we had a lot of fun, I think, but she, you know, we had fun, but she mixes it well with training. Um, so it's not just this grueling, you know, do this, do that. And, Mm -hmm. um, she taught me the majority of what I know I learned from Julie on my, on my training. So yeah, highly respected, very Uh highly respected. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so as far as. I think we had a good time. We went out west and we went out east. Um, so it was a lot of driving, talking. Yeah. We were able to go and see some of the scenic areas, good food. Yeah. Um, so as far as with uh, – Brenda's really easy to train because she she wants to learn and mm-hmm. um, she's very trainable. Yeah. So, yeah, and then just in general, um, talking to her just about her family, dogs. Um, she's very <laughs> passionate about all of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she has just a very good heart and a very determined. Yeah. I think it's just neat that sometimes some personalities just, like, automatically click together. Like, you just can be buddies right right off the bat. So it's neat to see that with you two. Yeah. Um, the other I- day... Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I was going to say, it is, it's crazy, though, because, like, when she said, you know, like, a good mix, and that's a battle with being a trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, how I have to be with my students, I'm not my – like, what I'm teaching, I honestly do do, mm-hmm. but I run so much harder when I'm by myself. So that's hard when I first get somebody. And mm-hmm. at the very beginning, I'm not sure if I did a great balance with that, you know? And so I always tried to tell everybody, especially at the beginning, like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm almost like learning also with you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to do a lot better and I do, I'm open for ideas and suggestions too. Yeah. So do you, do you know off the top of your head, how many students you've trained so far? I don't literally before I was, uh, before last couple weeks, I, I think at least 10 weeks I've had a student. Okay. I don't think I had been by myself. Wow. So, cause I had done. Um, I just got back from being West and then mm-hmm. I had that one East and then I had a new one for three weeks. And so it's hard. Some of them I get back, you know, I train mm-hmm. them for a couple weeks and I get back to do after they're on their own. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to say. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's I never lot. even thought about that. Really, like how many. <laughs> it's a good, yeah, it's a nice so. stat to have. Um, the other day, CJ, one of our recruiters asked me, um, to count how many women we had at Newsbomb, And I was like, I can send you the spreadsheet and you can count them because we've got 515-ish drivers right now. Okay. So he did the counting and um, any guess? Want to guess how many women we have in the driver's seat? I'm going to say about 35 to 40. I was going to say 30. Okay, 37. 
That's a good question because I always have wondered how many I see them, and I really was I kind of just guessed with that. But yeah, you were spot on. Um, I knew we had more than I thought. Yeah. So yeah. and we're starting to see a lot more of them. Mm-hmm. I'd yeah. say almost each orientation class, it seems like there's one yes. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'd love to ask you guys, like, why are you in this industry? Do you feel like this is a safe industry for women, a, a place that you can thrive or like what, you know, you're, you're kind of the minority. So what? Yeah, it's definitely a male industry. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I honestly, how I started, I really wasn't getting into trucking. Mm-hmm. I was working in healthcare and I was trying to get in where I live to drive a, um, a snowplow. Okay. And they hire you, basically the city hires you one day a week, and mm-hmm. I was working four days, so that would have worked perfectly. So I went and got my CDL for that, and it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I went to ICC for school, and they always said, don't let your CDL sit too long. It doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just put it out there, and then it just kind of happened. Okay. And then, yeah, when I came here for my interview, um, talking to Tian. I felt like I was talking to my mom <laughs> and um, I told her that and so sweet. and then just the building and the atmosphere I really and I didn't know anything about the trucking mm-hmm. so but when I left literally they called me on my way home and offered me the job and it mm-hmm. really it was like a no-brainer for me I was yeah. like so it happened and literally like everybody knows I love my job <laughs> people that know me they're like you just love your job and I'm like I definitely do yeah so. and you've definitely used um I feel like any way that you can grow, you've stepped into that, whether it's becoming a, a road captain, a trainer, certified ride. So it's just really neat to see in three years how much you could accomplish, becoming, yeah. starting from just a, a newbie of yes. like having to go through everything. And it's even thinking of that, though, it's I didn't plan none of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the thing that when you think about it, like, uh, just doing the certified red, it was like, why am I not going to do this to make more money to run the same miles? Yeah. And really it just keeps you educated. Mm-hmm. And so for me with that, it was like, and then just the, uh, training, you know, that was asked and it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll try it. And you know, there's rough spots doing training, but it's yeah. rewarding also. Yeah. So yeah. seeing people that are still here, <laughs> you know, over a year later. Yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah, Brenda, I'd love to hear your story, oh, too. Um, my story is very different than Julie's. Um, so I never, I guess when I was a young teenager, mm-hmm. I don't know, you guys probably don't even know I'm too old, but <laughs> BJ and the Bear used to be like a show. And okay. I always thought, oh, how cool would that be to be a truck driver, you know? And then it just kind of went away. Um, and then life happens, you know, you get married, you have kids, and never really thought about it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Fast forward 35 years, and um, I found myself, you know, my kids are grown, and they're mm-hmm. out of the house, and I'm single, and my income is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working a full-time job and two part-time jobs, and I'm still wow. broke, mm-hmm. and why am I doing all this for a house? Um when I can enjoy it because I'm always working Mm -hmm. and I wanted the house so that family could come and visit but I'm never home yeah so it was kind of a catch-22 and I'm like I'm not getting any younger Mm -hmm. like time is it doesn't stop for anybody right like and I can't keep working three jobs forever Mm -hmm. so um do you mind if I ask what were the jobs I was sure I was a facility services manager for a um drug and alcohol rehabilitation inpatient uh inpatient center okay so like a 30-day center yeah clients would come and and get clean and um you know go through programs and things and i was i was the mom of the house they called me mama b um (laughs) and that's where that's where b came from mama b um (laughs) so i i I wore many hats there and it truly was one of the most uh rewarding um jobs I've ever had yeah um and then prior to that I was in the restaurant industry um and I did a lot of um did a lot of training uh, in the front of the house I was sure. always like the front house person um but again it was always really super hard manual labor mm-hmm. and the pay was not always that great yeah um and so one day 
I was, in addition to the full-time job at the rehab center, I also did Instacart shopping and delivering groceries. And then I also was an Uber driver. Okay. And so the Uber driver, um, I picked up a gentleman at from the rail, uh, rail truck line from mm -hmm. the drop yard. And, you know, the casual conversation that you always have with your Uber driver, you know. Um, when did you become a truck driver, you know? And he's like, oh, I only have, you know, two more months and the truck's going to be mine. I'll have it paid off. And I'm like, what do you mean, you know? And one thing led to another and we just started conversating about his mm -hmm. job and how excited he was. And I'm like, you know, I always thought about doing that. But, you know, now I have a dog. And he's like, <laughs> well, they take dogs. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> well, what do you mean? And he's like, you can take your dog with you. And that was completely new to me. I yeah. had no, no idea. And I just started to think about it when he was telling me, like, how much he was bringing home. And I'm like, woof, man, that's more than I make with three jobs. Yeah. And um, then I started watching a lot of YouTube videos. Shelby Trucker Girl, I don't know if you guys ever – she's fantastic. She has this YouTube show called Happiness by the Mile. Uh -huh. And she's just this single woman out there, and she keeps it real. I mean, she's on there with no makeup, and she's got a black eye because she fell or something. Oh. and. You know, she's <laughs> chaining up her tires. I mean, and she just, you know, lays it out there one day at a time. And I started following her, and I just got really excited about it. Mm -hmm. So I decided that's what I was going to do. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought I did a lot of research on companies. You really got to do your research on companies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very important. Um, so I thought I did enough. I uh, decided to go to training through a company-sponsored program, mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to leave them nameless. So sure. Gonna, yeah. But it was not a good experience. But I gave up my job. Like, I gave mm -hmm. up my job, and I, I was going to live on my, my vacation pay, right? That's going to get me through my training period, my vacation mm -hmm. pay. And I had no savings because I was barely making ends meet. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm like, okay, I've got to do this. This is going to save my house. I almost sold my house. I mean, I was mm -hmm. so broke. And so I go down, and I'm going through this program, and I did the whole program. It was a month. And at the end of the program, the classroom and all the training and stuff, they, they have you do the DOT, the test, the yeah. CDL test. And I failed it on the first time. I passed my pre-trip, pre aced it. Um, but then I failed one of my backing maneuvers. <laughs> no surprise there. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't look easy. <laughs> but um, they didn't let me test again. They're like, that's it. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean that's it? And they're like, well, we're not going to let you test again. And I'm like, but everybody gets three chances here. And he's like, well, that's up to us, and we're not going to mm -hmm. let you test again. And so I was devastated. I had mm -hmm. nothing left. I had nothing, nothing. Um, and it was Christmas Eve. Oh. It was Christmas Eve. And, or no, New Year's Eve, sorry, because I had spent Christmas there. It was New Year's Eve day. So I'm driving home in my car, broke, had no idea how I was going to pay my mortgage, no job, no CDL. Mm. And I called my mom, and I'm like bawling, and thank the Lord for my mom. She's like, just come here, regroup, we'll get you through this, we'll figure it out. And Aww. I'm okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I went and, and went to my mom, and she hugged me, and... Um, I just got on the phone. I'm like, I need a phone book. I need to find somebody. I need. I just need more time with that truck. I just need more time with that truck. Mm -hmm. So I found somebody that rented out his truck for a certain amount. I don't remember how much it was per hour. And if you wanted him to help you as well, it was an additional fee. So I'm like, well, all right, let's do that. I just, I knew I just needed more time. That's incredible that you could find that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's when you go to these company sponsored mm -hmm. places, there's a group of 30 students and there's maybe two trucks. Yeah. So you're lucky if you get to do a backing maneuver once or oh. twice. That's, that's not, not a good, good. day. Yeah. And you're standing on this pad all day long waiting for your turn. Aww. And you're watching one at a time do this maneuver. And it was cold. It was December, mm. you know, and you're freezing. It was just a horrible experience. Horrible. Um, but with all that, um, I just, I knew I needed 
to follow through. I, I, I had no options. Yeah. I had no options. It was that this was it. And so um, I found this guy and he let me drive his truck. He's like, come on out. I'll give you the keys. Let me know when you start. Let me know when you're done. I'm going to go plow some roads and uh, I'll be back. And that's how it went. I went to see him three times. Um, he went with me one. He went with me twice. And the last time I went with him, I had his truck for three hours. And I just did it over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And he also was a third-party testing site for DOT. Now, this was before, I think it was like two weeks later, they changed the rule or whatever yeah. where you got to show classroom time and all that, which I already had. But um, I took my test and I passed it the first time. Aww. So, But in this process of training, on my way home from the company-sponsored program, I was devastated, like I said, just crying, and I happened to see a news bomb trailer. Mm. I'm gonna cry. I'm Aww. gonna cry. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm a crier. You know that. Um, I happened okay. to see a news bomb trailer, and on the back it said, "We are purpose driven." Mm. And I was like, I know in my heart what that means, but I'm like, I wonder if that means what I think it means. Because mm -hmm. I had never heard of Nussbaum before. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder if that means what I think it means. And I got on the internet, <laughs> and I was doing research, and I watched Brent's video, mm -hmm. and I knew it was... You're okay. Oh, it's okay. I knew it was meant to be. I mean, You're emotional. I, just, We're okay. I, I know. I'm such a basket case. Um, I just knew that it was, you know... Everything happens for a reason, and the Lord led me here. I believe he didn't want me there at mm -hmm. that other place. There yeah. was something better out there for me. Yeah. And I, after I did my research, I called, and mm -hmm. I talked to CJ, mm -hmm. and bless his heart, I was his first hire. Aww. I was his <laughs> first hire. And I told him on the phone, I said, Mark my words, I'm going to be your first certified red driver. Aww. And I think I'm going to be. Wow. That's good. So that's how that happened. But yeah, it's it's been a crazy ride. It was meant to be. You're it still was. Here. It yeah. was. <laughs> and I absolutely love it here. I just Aww. I can't say enough good things about this company. Yeah. I feel like it's mm -hmm. so hard for people to see, like in the midst of such a like it was heartbreaking to fail that first time. Oh, and to it was horrible. Not be given another chance. Yep. Yep. But only God knows, like, why those things happen. And mm -hmm. he just led you to such a, hopefully, a better place. Oh, <laughs> no one was, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the place that you were supposed to be. So that's, yeah, that's incredible. Yep. That's. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, one of my questions was going to be, how was your CDL schooling experience? But you pretty much summed it, it up. That right was mine. Mine was totally yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> so you went to ICC. I did. Yeah. And there was literally three of us in the class. Okay. Mm. So you and got a lot of truck time. Her. I did like, but I was at night. See, I worked during the day, okay. so I went to night. So it was like eight weeks, and it was like from six to ten or something at night. It was or five to nine. it was some I can't remember, but it was like four hours every night. Yeah. So, but it was two brothers and then me. Okay. And so, and they were they were so funny, but uh, and even the instructor actually Mike who is here as an instructor that came oh, from ICC. Sure. He was my instructor. Okay. So um, he helped at <laughs> night. Uh, with us, but yeah, it was like when he was helping people um, with maneuvering, mm -hmm. me and one of the other guys, we literally were like testing each other with like the parts of the truck under the hood, you know, wow. how to do the air down and all of that stuff. So mm -hmm. we actually sat and we, you know, we did do that with just two, uh, there was only three of us. So yeah. we actually all every night got to do maneuvers, but it was like every other night, mm -hmm. I think, because then. The other nights we actually drove, but we all okay. got the same amount of drive time and everything. Mm -hmm. But the experience there was so nice. And um, the one thing with ICC is they always, excuse me, they always, Nussbaum was always at the top. Like okay. if anytime anybody was recommended, it was like, well, Nussbaum for sure. And then, <laughs> so then it was like, there was a couple other places I hadn't heard about. Yeah. And so when I was trying to look for a job, I always sent a message uh, to Carol, who was over the program there, and said, well, can you ask the guys what about this? And some she sent back, and it was like, no, or, yeah, it's okay. But she, like she always said, though, this is just their suggestion. You can go wherever you want. Mm -hmm. So like she said, you know, they might not recommend somewhere, 
but then you could go and it could be a great experience. Yeah. But it was just from what they knew. Mm -hmm. So yeah, with that, it was great. Like we had enough time, went over stuff. And then even, uh, there was another guy, Ken, that helped sometime cover and, um, same thing. They, they really helped and got you prepared, mm -hmm. but I didn't never feel like, um, before I even got the permit, mm -hmm. one of those class, one of those I actually failed. Okay. I can't remember which one it was because I know it was the core knowledge and then air brakes, but I'm not sure if it was. But I, basically I failed one. It was by the last question. Mm -hmm. Either you pass or failed, and it didn't go through right, but uh, the second time I did. But it's yeah. nervous when you fail the first time because you're like, okay, the second time if I fail now, this is like – if you fail the third, you have to wait 30 days. Well, the class is already is still mm -hmm. going on without you. Uh -huh. So you're behind at that point. So you probably mm -hmm. would have to skip out mm -hmm. and take it later. So I was it just stresses you out with that. Yeah. Yeah. But Which I, I mean it's it's a serious occupation. Like you yeah. want to make sure you really know what you're doing, but mm -hmm. oof. It's and that's one thing though, like if anybody were to like uh get into the industry. Mm -hmm. And have to pass even their – see, my thing is the CDL book, mm -hmm. read the book. Like, in school, they hi have you highlight stuff. Yeah. But there's still stuff in that book when I went back because I just had to – I have to retake all of mine now again because my license in January, um, when they're up, I have to do every written one that I have on there. Oh, wow. My car, I have a motorcycle license. Um I have I didn't to know that about you. Well, there yeah. you go. There's something you don't have know. a motorcycle license. Yep. <laughs> you so, do too? I do. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> I have a motorcycle license. So, like, that I had to redo. I had to redo the wow. um, core knowledge. Like, so I've started all these already since I've been off a little bit right now. So I've already started. But, yeah, it's like I've read the books because even though – and it's, I have an advantage because I've already been mm -hmm. a driver. But to redo them, though, it's like – it's not, not that easy for some yeah. of them. So I suggest everybody read the book and read your material, not try just to memorize it because mm -hmm. you're going to need it out here anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that material kind of make you want to fall asleep when you're reading it or does it no. kind of keep well, you? Well, if you're tired. <laughs> yeah. But no, for the most part, though, like, see, I still have my CDL book that I had mm -hmm. from school. And so I have all of the stuff highlighted because they mm -hmm. have updated ones, but I still use my old. Yeah. And then I still have all my notes from school. Yeah. So... Um, it's helped me now to have yeah. them to do them again. Sound very organized. So, <laughs> not always, but I do keep certain stuff that I think will benefit me later yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, so. Wow. Well, yeah, talking, going back again to just women in this industry, essentially you, you are a minority. So what are ways that you feel like are just a little extra challenging being a woman in the industry? And then maybe some ways that you feel like are just an opportunity, like you just maybe you're you a little start. bit better with directions or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, I honestly don't know that it's any more challenging for okay. us than it would be for a male. Okay. Um, I haven't experienced that yet. I, I guess like the whole family juggling thing, mm -hmm. males have the same juggle that we do. Yep. Um, I feel like... I consider myself an older woman in mm -hmm. this in this profession. I am greatly surprised at the respect okay that I receive from the males in the industry. Wow. I didn't expect it. Yeah. I I've heard um the opposite. Mm -hmm. You know, the rumors or whatever. Um I was pretty scared like I didn't think that we were being accepted. Mm -hmm. um, I heard that the males didn't want the females in the industry and they're mm -hmm. being rude. And I have completely the opposite experience. Okay. Um, I can't tell you if there's a man uh, walking into pilot, for example, or loves or whatever. Um, I can't remember the last time I opened my own door. Aww. And I don't expect that. Yeah. You know, but it's just the courtesy yeah. is overwhelming sometimes. I walked in. There was a line from the cashier way to the back. And I was like, oh, you know, I got places to be. <laughs> you know, and I just kind of stood there. And he's like, ma'am, you can go in front of me. And he Aww. was like third from the register. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Thank you. Thank you. But <laughs> Everyone else is going to hate those me. Kinds, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's those <laughs> kinds of things that yeah. I've experienced out here. It just Aww. the overwhelming generosity is, is amazing. And I use the I'm new. Can you help me back 
this is my first week. I used that for about four months. <laughs> Can you please help me? I just knew. Um, I did too, so I'll feel bad. <laughs> yeah. and, and everybody that I've ever asked has just been more than willing yeah. and happy and just So they are, like, helpful. standing there kind of, like, telling, like, waving you. Oh, yeah. Or, okay. Yep, yep. It's okay. Come on. You got this much room. You got that much room. You know, whatever. So you don't hit something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's 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 been a wonderful experience for me personally. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's really good to hear. I just, mm-hmm. there's been a handful of women that have come through here in orientation that or just talking to them that share these fears with me of like, oh, I'm just nervous about like where I'm going to park or, or what, what's going to happen or, and I never know what to say because I'm not a woman in the driver's seat. Don't be afraid to ask because <laughs> yeah. they will help. Everybody's just more than willing to help you. Oh, and the other thing, I was always nervous about trucking, parking at a truck stop because everybody's going to watch me, right? Everybody's going to watch <laughs> me. But I now find that I watch everybody park. Mm. But I'm not watching to criticize them. Yeah, I'm watching to see how they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, their technique. Yeah, you know when are they going to turn their wheel? When are they going to stop swinging that back end? I'm not watching to criticize. So just mm-hmm. keep that in your mind too. It's not about laughing at you or recording you or mm-hmm. whatever your horror story your brain yeah. is trying to tell you. Yeah, it's just. It's something I, I think that a driver enjoys watching somebody else park to see yeah. their technique. Yeah. So that okay. that kind of made it easier for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What about you, Julie? Uh, no, I totally agree because I even tell students that I'm like, when we, like when you're get out on your own or even now, mm-hmm. watch. There's You don't always have the same setup. Every situation is mm-hmm. different because mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, I need a pinpoint. Like, when do I turn my wheel? And I'm like, there's not a certain point. Mm-hmm. Like, but because in school, you learn it to where, you know, you turn it all the way straight. You turn it this way. And I'm like, if you do that in a truck stop, you're going to hit the front of a truck because we don't have that space. Mm-hmm. So it's true with that. It's like, I'm like, just watch trucks. Or even sometimes people aren't sure how to get out of truck stops. I know mm-hmm. it sounds crazy, but, you know, they get turned around in there. And so I'm like, if you're sitting here, watch where trucks are going and that will help you get out. Mm-hmm. Or um, just like you said with the backing, like watch their wheels. Or And I've had where I'm helping students get in because truck stops are the most nervous for students because they they feel embarrassed and mm-hmm. they, they're going to be watching me and I'm holding the trucks up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I mean, if, if I can get it to where I can help you get back a little bit to let some of them go. But if not, I'm like, you got to park too. Yeah. And so, and I've had guys get out, like I'll be up towards the front and they even get behind the trailer actually. And they're, you know, trying to wave them on too, mm-hmm. you know, so they hope. Um, I don't think I've really had um, any problems, mm-hmm. but I'm always aware. Yeah. Like when I'm walking mm-hmm. back to my truck, I'm walking in the middle of the road. I'm not walking near trucks. I mean, you might have to walk through them, but as I'm going back, I'm I'm watching around my truck. I'm watching between my tractor and my trailer. Yeah. So if Just somebody were to come out confined. or even if somebody were to walk out from back there, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. You know, can I get in my truck fast enough? Can I, I'm just always aware, mm-hmm. but, um, I, I definitely watch. I'm aware of my surroundings Yeah. and, uh, people may think I'm not, but I definitely am. Okay. But like you said, like she said, it, it's true though. A lot of the guys are very receptive and they're helpful instead mm-hmm. of. Um, laughing or like she can't get it and you know I've had a lot of compliments even getting backed in places from women that Mm -hmm. have worked there you know as far as but that's one thing I strive for though I'm like you know it's a male industry Mm -hmm. so for me I'm very particular I don't know if you remember but like when yeah it's like I don't want your tractor (laughs) angled because we look like we don't know what we're doing Mm -hmm. yeah and I'm like, I do that anyways because I'm like, you know, if you're angled, a truck can hit you easier. But for me, I'm like, I don't want men to talk about – if they're talking about women, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give them a reason to talk about me. I'm going to let them know I can do this just as good as you. Yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah. And I've even, like, helped guys, you know, like, with stuff. And they almost told me, like, their hood, like, it's, it's heavy, you know, and it's like <laughs> – I'm looking like, don't even say it. You know, and it was an older guy, and he couldn't get his hood up. It was an old truck, and the hood was heavy, and there was a pin that needed to come out, and he couldn't get it on his own. He needed the pressure off of it. Yeah. And I said, just tell me what you need. I'll help you. 
And uh, he ended up letting me, and we got it. And he was like, I really appreciate it. And he almost kind of like, I wasn't sure if you were going to help me. And it's like, (laughs) don't ever count us out. Yeah. So stuff like that is for me, too, though. It's just like, don't knock me because I'm a woman. Yeah. So because it's like, I will break my back before I let you think I can't do it. (laughs) Not really. but Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I think it's been good, too, though. It's just always for women, I'd say, be aware of yourself, your surroundings. Um, Mm -hmm. And some that I've been with. Um, you know, somebody may knock and ask, don't open your door. No. And that's your first instinct is just to grab that handle. Mm-hmm. And because um, mm-hmm. I actually, probably within the last month, I had a guy do that. And it, we were parked for our 34 when we just went out west. And I was out in the truck, I think, cleaning it up. And she wasn't with me and it was dark. And he comes and he's asking something and I'm like looking and he's like, I can't hear you. And I was like, I was like, I'm not opening my window. I'm like, I'm not opening my door, mm-hmm. you know? And so he's asking me like the traffic in the morning. And I'm like, he was driving like a car hauler type thing his personal. And I'm like, how do you not know? It was kind of just really weird. Yeah. But to me, it's just like, don't roll it down all the way or open your doors. Just sure. You don't want to be too scared, but yeah. just always be aware and, to me, I'm going to protect myself no matter yeah. what. Just set boundaries to know yeah. I won't do that's, this. Because mm-hmm. that's the quickest thing, you know. Like yeah. somebody knocks like, hey, what do you need? And it's like your door is open at that point. So just protect yourself. Uh, and Did you think of that yourself? Or did someone advise that to you? Or uh, you just kind of common mm, sense? I think or? for me it was like a common okay. sense. But also I don't trust everybody. Sure. Like I'll talk to people. Yeah. But I'm not too friendly. Like if somebody says hi or but I don't always give that eye contact for yeah. you to be able to sit and talk to me either. Sure. And that's just maybe something that it could yeah, be good just, or bad. Just draw some yes, certain boundaries like, just yeah. to make sure. It's like hi, but I don't sit and talk too long. Yeah. You know, or I'm not gonna sit out there or I don't know. It's just certain things like that. I'm I watch myself but I don't want to I'm not gonna put my guard down. Yeah. Yeah. Even three years in I'm I'm not gonna put my guard down. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Um, and you do the whole seatbelt thing. I do, but I don't do it all the time. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. I don't do that all the time. What's um, a seatbelt thing? Where you can strap your seatbelts to where um, if you put it around your door handle and you either you can either stra- lock it in like your seatbelt or sometimes mine doesn't reach and I've had to put it over the arm, mm-hmm. the chair of the arm. Um, and you can raise it or lower it, but it makes it tight to where like if you go to open your door, even if somebody were to be able to open your door, it only budges a tiny bit. Okay. And so at that point, for one, I'd probably hear it. Um, but even sometimes it's good to do because there are other noose bomb trucks. Yep. And so with that, sometimes I do it. And it's not that I'm scared, but I'm like, I would be so startled if they got in my truck. Yeah. You know, so with that, yeah. it's just I've kind of. I opened another noose bomb truck see, thinking it was mine. Yeah. I'm like, wait, this is not my stuff. <laughs> Wrong truck. <laughs> and see, so that would scare me, yeah. especially if I'm sleeping or mm-hmm. anything like that. So for me, it's like if I know and I see other noose bombs, I will strap because I'm like, if they accidentally come over, I don't want sure. it to startle me. Yeah. Like I'm not scared of them. You know, like, yeah. oh, they're going to get in my truck. Or, I don't think anything like that. But like you said, just – and then I've had students that – getting trucks all other trucks all the time and it's like that's not our truck <laughs> i mean yeah so i've done that with a car, a car. like oh it looks yeah. just like my car so, so yeah they'll get in trucks and they're like and yeah the guy was like can you get your student they're in my truck <laughs> oops but yeah so now it's just like a joke with her i'm like how many people's trucks have you gotten in this week uh, but so yeah well, unless, yeah, they all look the same. They you do. just have to look at the number. Yeah, so. and, like, and, it, and the thing is sometimes at night, you know, you're just tired. You're ready to go to sleep. You're not really thinking. You're not thinking, oh, there's other noose bombs, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've, I've, I think I've probably opened a door in another one before, and I'm like, oh, not mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Well, and the truck stops are so massive sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you know, and especially when you're new, they're so big, and mm-hmm. there's so many rows. And mm-hmm. if you don't pay attention to where you're parked, you come out, and you're like, oh, man. Where's my truck? Sometimes <laughs> now, though, going out, you're kind of like, okay, which way did I did I, did I go left or right? You know, you have to look because you're like, you know, mm-hmm. there's times in the morning I wake up and I'm just like, where am I even at? Where did I park? I, you forget because you you know just through a week's yeah. time in a mm-hmm. week's time and so you just kind of forget spots. where you parked. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. Um. So speaking of trucking and all that stuff, what do you guys like to do on your break time? You get 34 hour resets. Um. 
I go home. Okay. So actually right now I'm actually regional. Okay. So I'm Monday through Friday, but when I train, I go everywhere. So sure. I'm really not regional. Yeah. But I like the Monday through Friday Friday just to have some normalcy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I go out west. Um, I go east. I go anywhere. And um, so on my 34s, I go home. Yeah. Um, so with that, it's a little different. That's just the same as even like um, things for my truck that are a must. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's going to be different than Brenda's because sure. Brenda more lives in her truck than I do. Because I go home, like I meal prep at home. I don't cook in my truck. Okay. You know, I need my microwave. Yeah. But I don't need, I don't drink coffee. So I don't need a. Um, what do you drink if you don't <laughs> drink coffee? Just water. Water. <laughs> and I've been drinking some unsweet tea. That's okay. all. But I'm trying to drink water. So yeah, literally I I normally always have my news bomb. Yeah. Big cup that I got. And I always have a big jug that I fill and I just refill it. Okay. So I try to do that. But like I said, I don't have to have like a lot of stuff because I don't cook in my truck. I don't. Mm-hmm. So I meal prep at home. Um, I think meal prepping is a big thing too for the truck because yeah. if you don't, that's where you stop, and when you go in truck stops, literally, you have to go in for what you went in for and leave. Yeah. Because if you start wandering, you're going to grab something. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just too handy. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, that looks good, or the last so thing I got So what's a healthy in, option from a uh, truck stop? Um, from a truck stop? Or like a pilot or a loves. Do they have anything that's I mean, good? they have fruit, and they have boiled eggs and stuff like that they do have stuff like that yeah but, but you're really gonna food? watch it because it's so expensive i yeah. mean they really get you because they know they can i mean there's um, subways at some it's, sure yeah um yeah but it just depends as far as healthy wise what we're mm-hmm. see to me i'm like i'd rather just make like eggs boiled eggs or um these egg things i've made in like a cupcake holder and you can add stuff mm-hmm. i can do that i can make bacon at home and reheat it um fruit like just stuff like that and yeah because when i first started i gained so much weight just mm-hmm. because <laughs> i was with the guys i didn't want to take up their truck <laughs> I, what you don't want to take their right. truck and it's so much easier then you're like oh wow and then i think when we went out we stopped in idaho city limits city limits in idaho yeah and it's like a must like i don't yeah. know how i found this place yeah and uh, i think i found it looking for a barbecue spot and um, now every time I have a student, we go there. What is it? A barbecue spot? Or? No, no, it's not even no. a barbecue spot. It's just like it's, it's a pub. Like a, it's, like yeah, a it's a pub, but restaurant. Yeah, they have burgers. Their fish, fish tacos, tacos are amazing. Um, they have like a, a, their Philly steak or something. Somebody had last. That was almost even better. Wow. They're, it's just stuff like that. Their fries are good, but it's a small little town. It's a yeah. cute little town, mm-hmm. like a stream running through there. Yeah. Um, but. Um, not a whole lot, but just a little bit of food on the way. So I'm like, even if I'm on a diet and I'm going through there, I'm going to stop and yeah. eat. So, <laughs> so it's just a little stuff like uh-huh. that. Or used to be Little America in Wyoming. I, I always had to stop and get their popcorn balls. Ooh. And they're really good. But like now I've kind of, I'm like, I got to pick and choose what I want. So mm-hmm. it's stuff like that. Yeah. I think the healthiest option is pretty much bring your stuff. Yeah. yeah. Meal prep and bring your own food so mm-hmm. you know you have the snacks and you're not tempted. Yeah. Yes. So what do you do on your 34? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I actually I have a membership to uh, it's Walmart Plus membership. Okay. So no matter where I am, um, if I'm going to be there at least a night, mm-hmm. um, or actually I shouldn't say a night, 34, or if I'm going to be there for more than a day or whatever, I can order groceries from Walmart mm-hmm. and have them delivered to my truck. Oh, wow. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. It's $99 for the... I'm not a Walmart representative, but <laughs> it's $99 for the year. That's not bad. Do you get to park at Walmart, too? No, no, no. Uh, if I'm at a truck stop or wherever I am, yeah. um, they deliver to me. Okay. So I just put my address in there, and they shop at the closest Walmart and bring them over. And there's no delivery fee. You pay 99 bucks for the year. Oh, that's so not bad. I bought myself a freezer... Um, that I set between the two front seats. Mm-hmm. And in my freezer, I have healthy choice meals. I have five of them that I keep in there. And I have a bag of frozen chicken breast strips um, that I nibble on throughout the day. Um, and then frozen hot dogs for Maury. Because <laughs> he has to have his hot dogs. Um, and so that's my freezer. Mm-hmm. And then my refrigerator that comes with the truck. I just have like 
They stock it with yogurt and applesauce and all that, cucumbers and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's what I found was the best for me mm-hmm. as far as, like, grocery shopping. Mm. But on my 34, I have Maury, and he's just such a bundle of joy. So he doesn't ask for anything, right? He's Except a dog, for, if anyone's yeah. wondering. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's my dog. Um, is he, though? Is he? Yeah, I think he's the captain of that truck there. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, he's just so good, you know, and he just waits for whatever it is that I'm going to give him. Yeah. Um, So instead of the truck stops, I do like to visit the rest areas because Mm -hmm. I never realized how beautiful they are. Like those rest areas are just, some of them are just gorgeous. Um, And so we go for walks all the time. Like we're Mm -hmm. always walking. Um, And even at truck stops, you know, you just got to be careful where you go. But I like to get out and walk him and go where there's somewhere for him to play and that kind of thing. Do you feel like the rest areas are even easier for parking and just getting around just because maybe there's less... I don't know. I don't like parking at rest areas because I still struggle with the angled parking. But Uh, um, I guess, I don't know. I I, kind of like the truck stops because I flipped my mindset to if I park at a truck stop, it's a challenge for me because I like to try to do a one and done. So the more times I can do a one and done, the better I feel about my parking. So I try (laughs) to challenge myself in parking at a truck stop. But I do like the rest areas for walking. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like them for parking, but I sure. like them for walking. <laughs> <laughs> Most people say the rest areas because they like pulling in and not backing up. I hate uh, them. And it's funny because I, I always challenge the students. I'm like, try to get out of that habit every day of going to the rest stops because if you do your 30-minute break at a – did I just say truck stop? Rest stop. Rest stop. Okay. Yeah. I thought I said truck. So I try to tell them to get out of that habit of always going to this, the rest areas. Because mm-hmm. I was like, during your 30, a lot of times it's during the day. So the truck stops aren't packed. Mm-hmm. And you'll at least have two empty spots together. Because that's what they, they're scared about. You know, they're intimidated with the trucks. Yeah. And I'm like, at least if you're trying there, you're getting that experience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, try to get in that spot. And like you said, see when that back end's starting to move. And, you know, we always let it go too far. That's the biggest problem with the backing. Mm-hmm. Is everybody lets it get out of control. And then you're jackknifed before it's getting Oof. fixed. You know, it's <laughs> just the position they're in. But so like you said, it's a good thing to get out of that and try to challenge yeah. yourself back, back up more because you'll mm-hmm. you'll get more comfortable with it because like now if anywhere i'm parking anywhere mm-hmm. yeah but i've been like that for a long time like i run my clock down to the very end um like i can have you know 10 minutes and i'm looking for a spot still and it's like yeah. oh lord i gotta find something and then it's like well there's a gravel lot like you know and it's like for me though that's something i've never been scared about like mm-hmm. there's times you get in certain areas you got to be careful like if you go to new york stuff you you yeah. do have to plan better like mm-hmm. you can't just oh i'm gonna find a spot yeah but in the areas you know like anywhere midwest pretty much you can find, find something one. pennsylvania yeah. used to make some people nervous but for me i'm like you know what i'll find something yeah. um and then i always thought when people said make a spot i'm like what do you mean and now i understand what yeah. they say when they it's like park next to the scale or park mm-hmm. here or there. and But I still won't park on ends Sure, because I'm not going to leave myself to get hit. Mm. That's just for one, getting a truck damaged, and then it's taking me more time to sit there. Why, you know, I have to deal with all that. Yeah, yeah. But I can see that. Yeah, the rest areas are pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like having Maury with you is hard for trip planning? Mm. Or just because like you know he's gonna have to get out go to the bathroom or he's a piece of cake it's my bladder that (laughs) (laughs) one cup of coffee is all i need but um no he's he doesn't require anything sure at all yeah you know just mom the minute he hears those air brakes he's like is it time to go outside (laughs) you know so i guess that that is the the one challenge is when i stop for fuel he always is it time to go out? Is it time to go out? You know, and gets excited, and I'm like, "Sorry, buddy, we can't." You know. Yeah. But um, no, he does. He, there's no requirement for him. Mm. That's good. Yeah. I know. Yeah. He's such a good kid. Um, do you both feel like you have like a good support while you're on your own? I know you have like your driver manager and maybe your friends with some people in safety or whatever. But who do you feel like helps you or is a support on the road? Um. 
for me, just uh, definitely Chris, you know, my mm -hmm. DM. Yeah. Um, Thumbs up for Chris. Yeah, you guys yes. both have him. Yes. It's easy to get you here. Uh, Chris is amazing. Yeah. Yes. Just in everything. He makes something so easy and it's... Patient. Yeah. The patience. It's like, you know, we you could be stressing and it's like, hey, you got this. It's okay, you know, yeah. or something. So definitely mm -hmm. with that, um, depending what it is... Um, for the most part, like now, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of challenges mm -hmm. that, you know, it's not like I'm worried about getting home or something like that, you know, as far as support. Yeah. Um, so for me, I mean, I don't really know really as yeah. far as, I mean, just well, somebody you kind else. of are a support to a lot of people um, being a, a road true. captain. And yeah, mm -hmm, I am. So. And that's just the thing. It's where, um, like I said last week, I left on Wednesday. I just got home last night. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to a friend's in Kentucky. And, um, I mean, I've had a couple people even call me when I was gone. Yeah. And uh, one of them was a new driver and uh, had questions about something. And he called me several times. And like I told him, I'm like, you know, it's fine. You can call me. And this was actually the first time I had spoke to him. Yeah. And had questions. And he had driven before. But like I let him know, um, and I think I've let everybody know, but even after that, I was like, hey, if you have any questions when you get up in the morning, it, it was only, you know, your, after your 10 hours, I said, feel free to call me. I'll be up. And he's like, oh, are, he's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. Like, I said, you can call me anytime. I don't care if you wake up at 3 in the morning and have a problem. I said, yeah. 10 at night, 11. At, I've had people call me at 3.30 in the morning or it could be Because they're still driving? Or, uh, or they just took off or run across something okay. that early. And um, like I've said, you know, I would rather you feel like you could call me. Because yeah. for one, I'm going to go back to sleep. Yeah. And for two, just knowing you have somebody you can call. Mm -hmm. You know, like say if you call dispatch or the phones were down, you know, somebody new might panic. Like, oh, my gosh, I need help now. You yeah. know, even though it's like just pull over for a minute, breathe. Yeah. But uh, like with that, I always try to be accommodating and help as much as I can. Mm -hmm. If I don't know the answer, I'll call somebody that, you know, can. But most of the time I'm able to get it figured out. Yeah. You know, wow. so. I remember that about you. Um when I was on the truck with Julie, mm -hmm. there was, I, I don't remember the incidents, what was going on, but I'm like, well, why don't you just call? She's like, nope, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> I think like, there's 500 drivers. I'm going to figure this out. <laughs> and she's just the determination. Yeah. Like, she just, I can do this. I just got to think about it, and I just got to figure it out. Mm, yeah. And she's always, like, thinking about, oh, there's so many more pressing things that they're dealing with. Like, I can figure this out on my own. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think it's easy to pick up the phone and get help. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you just slow your mind down a little bit and think about it, you might just have the answer or yeah. figure it out some other way. But yeah, yeah she's I'm, very determined. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm very, like, even when I was newer, I did that. Like, I got stuck in the very first truck. I loved all, I've loved all of my trucks. Yeah. And this one here was obviously, you know, uh, super single or, and so, you know, my wheels all weren't turning together and um, I was stuck quite a bit in the winter. And stuff like that I was just like it wasn't Chris my DM then it was somebody else but uh I was stuck literally on barely an incline I was stuck for two hours trying to get out and they're like do you want me to call you a tow and I'm like no and I end up getting out you know it's like there actually was like a, I think a homeless guy that lived in his truck there and he ended up coming and he got I had to put socks on and he went in, in the these little woods got sticks and pushed them all underneath and wow. I ended up getting out but for me I'm like you know it might have taken me this but it saved all that money for a tow mm -hmm. and then the same as like one time when um I was somewhere I forget where it was and I did something it took me a while to get out of it and I was in snow up to my knees and but it was the same thing it was like <laughs> sit and breathe and just think things through yeah. and I'm not saying you don't need a tow at times but for me I'm like, if I don't need one, I will avoid it at all costs. Yes, yeah. and it's probably very satisfying to be able to just figure yeah. out a solution, no matter mm -hmm. how long it might take. Yeah, just to and that's the, it's the quick, it's the mindset though of a lot of people is like, just call dispatch. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm like, no, I'm gonna get, I'll figure this out because I know one time I don't know if it was you or somebody else, it was a parking situation, and it was way, I was way out like. It wasn't New York, but it was somewhere I can't remember. Same thing. They're like, call dispatch. I call all the time. They help me. I'm like, no, I'm not calling dispatch. I'm like, I will find the parking and we'll be we'll be safe. And we did. So yeah. But also that could be good or bad, like I said too. Yeah. Sometimes you do need their help, but 
I've always told, I don't think I told you back then, but I tell my students now too though. I'm like, if you need to call your DM, call them. But if it's something that I can help, call me. I was like, I don't have that many people I deal with. Sure. But I said, you know, if it's something you definitely need them for, call. But not saying you can't call them, but if yeah. it's something I can help, let me help. Like they're dealing with a lot of other stuff. So mm -hmm. if I can take one call or also the big thing is send an email over calling. If it can go through an email, mm -hmm. send an email and they'll get back to you when they can or they'll call you. Yeah. That's what I do a lot. If I don't need it right then, I'll be like, hey, call me when you can or say what I want. Yeah. And they can either email it back or they can give me a call. Yeah. Because a lot of times they're on the phone with someone, but mm -hmm. they can answer an email yes. while being on the phone too. Yep. So that always helps. So, yeah. So um, I have, I'm part of a, a Discord group, yeah. a chat group, and there's like eight of us on there. There's two, two males and the rest are women. I don't exactly know how many, but... Um, another driver here, Teresa Griffin, is in that group as well. Yeah. And she's a veteran driver. She's been driving for over 20 years. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I use her all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, well, and you too, Chris. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so there's like all of us, and we talk all the, day, all the time on our headsets, mm -hmm. you know, just driving down the road, and we'll just talk about random stuff. Yeah. But if any of us ever need something, hey, I can't slide my tandems, this is happening, how do I get, mm -hmm. you know, everybody, I have seven people at my fingertips to help yeah. me. Or if somebody's not driving yet and you're running out of time and you got to find somewhere to park, they'll open their book. Or We're also mm -hmm. on Life360, so you can see where everybody is. Yeah. Um, so they can see what's near you or mm -hmm. you know where you can go so i have a lot of great resources mm -hmm. that way wow. um for help which and it's fantastic because it helps if you're yeah. driving and they're able to look for you yep. it's like i don't have enough time to stop like <laughs> yep yeah wow. so yeah that's incredible yeah, and that just I makes you that group mm -hmm. just feel like you're a part of like a little community too, yeah it's just exciting yeah and it's fun because um with being on life 360 as well we get to see where each other is and sometimes we get to cross paths mm -hmm. and if time allows we actually get to meet each other yeah. live like in person mm -hmm. and we'll have lunch or dinner or whatever yeah. i actually when i went down to florida i got to spend my 34 with one of the women in the group so yeah it was a lot of fun yeah, and Florida's people. a nice spot to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. thirty four. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, what are three things that you guys can't live without in your truck? Jesus in my heart. Uh -huh. <laughs> because I'll tell you what, those four wheelers out there are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and if I didn't have Jesus in my heart, I would be in bad yeah. shape. Um, Maury. For sure. Uh -uh. I couldn't do it without him. There's no way. Um, and probably my Discord group. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and Chris. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Four things? Yeah. <laughs> He's not technically in your truck. Right. So. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Wow. I think yeah. that's, that's hard. See, for me, I... It, I don't... Like, for me, like, I'm thinking, like, need, like, my microwave, my this, you know, yeah. like... But for me, like I said, I don't know. It's like, I just... I have to have my radio. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that see for me, I listen to a radio, okay. or I'll listen to like um, a playlist on my phone. Like mm -hmm. I, it goes through my radio and yeah. that. Or um, sometimes I'll listen to podcasts. But actually, like I've been listening to a uh, to sports podcast. Okay. <laughs> So, but yeah, which like it talks about any sports? It's, or just... um, well, they're mainly their brothers. It's um, Travis and Jason Kelsey. Okay, they play for, one place for the Eagles, one place for the Chiefs. Okay, football, and they actually just played each other in the Super Bowl. Wow. And um, so they have their own podcast. So they talk a lot about football, mm -hmm. but then they just kind of talk about just different things, and they do interviews with people, and they're just really down to earth. And I just kind of listen to it, and I'm like, and I do watch football, so I was like. Yeah. So it's like, I don't watch any other ones, but there's just kind of, they're funny and <laughs> yeah. they, and they will talk about other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, they do interviews with other players or sometimes coaches. Mm -hmm. So I'll listen to that, but for the most part, or I talk on the phone, Yeah. but I don't have a lot of quiet time mm -hmm. as far as um, sitting and reading or any reading affirmations or any sure. of that stuff. I either do it in the morning or at night. Yeah. Like, I don't play a lot of that through the radio. Mm -hmm. um, I During the day for me, I'm, I like my music mm -hmm. 
or my phone. I mean, sometimes it might just be quiet, but for me, sometimes if it gets too quiet, it's just like I think too much, and I don't mm-hmm. think that it's almost a distraction for me. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You I know? can see that. Yeah. So for me, it's like I love my music, like, mm-hmm. and that's what's hard sometimes because when I have students, I don't play music <laughs> at first. Sure. Because some you people, some people like it, but then others don't. Mm-hmm. But to me, I'm like, it can be a distraction. Yeah. So and people have different tastes of music. Exactly. So. I'm pretty open with that. If anybody pretty much threw on something where I might ask them, I pretty much can listen to anything. Sure. As long as it's not something where I feel like I'm being yelled at or, you know, some of like heavy metal or some of that, I feel like I'm being yelled at or something. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not listening to that. Yeah. Uh But, uh, and that's not even right away. That's down the line a little bit. But, um, like I said, for me, it's pretty much just kind of the necessities, you know, your charters, your, Mm -hmm. I don't have, like I said, I cook outside so i need my microwave yeah um so i don't know what else i have to have i mean you guys have like a special pillow or blanket or like i, don't, I have to have a any lot comfort of item like that you just i have a lot of pillows i literally yeah. have like a body soft body pillow a fluffy ones i have like three of those i think i have like five <laughs> pillows okay but i have to sit up with my cpap having yeah. sleep apnea i cannot lay flat so sure. i sit up a lot okay um I'm not sitting up, but it's, I'm at a, definitely an angle. I can't lay flat. Wow. So I have a lot of pillows. Um, I don't Does that know. ever hurt your neck or no. anything? No. They're, it's kind of, I'm raised up, but the top one is kind of like a flatter, like. Okay. There's a process to this, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at home it's the same way. So it's yeah. like, yeah, my grandkids or somebody comes, I'm like, do not take none of these pillows. These are mine. You can have all those. So I don't. Think I, have I have a lot of pillows like, too. I've got the, I've got a big body pillow, and I probably got five other pillows too. And I yeah. also have a sleep CPAP machine. Yeah, so I have both, to have that. Yeah. So you both should have said the CPAP machine. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. you're right. Yeah, we, yes. That is the number one. Yes, for sure. <laughs> having that and uh, I don't know. As far as blankets, I have probably four blankets on there, but some of them are like down. At, it's like you have a couple that cover up, a couple yeah. at your feet, just because they look nice. And <laughs> yeah, but also sometimes in the winter though, I I prop a lot of stuff up towards the bottom because I don't want that draft oh, coming in the sure. window. Yeah. So I sometimes will prop some of the blankets or some of my stuff up down there mm-hmm. to help from that. And my body pillow. Do you ever get air coming through the back, like Mm-mm. the backside of your tra- tractor? No. Like on your bed. See, sometimes I feel like air sometimes through there, so mm-hmm. I put my pillow. Yeah. But other than that, it's just a normal. I have all my clothes and yeah, I have food. You know, we need your tools, certain tools and stuff like that for the truck. Sure. So, yeah. but other than that, chargers and I don't know. Yeah. The Discord group that I'm in, we did a Secret Santa exchange this year. Uh-huh. And so um, one of the girls, actually the girl that got me for Secret Santa was, I met her at the training company that okay. I had started with yeah. and we've remained friends and now she's in the discord group with us Aww. but she um she got my name for the secret santa and she got me a big blanket for my bed mm-hmm. and the blanket has a collage of Maury and Marley the dog my other dog that I had, had to rehome Aww. um but yeah, it's a collage blanket of the two of them, and I bawled again. Wow. I bawled like crazy because it's so sweet. honestly yeah. like the best gift I've ever received, yeah. like from somebody. So it's little stuff like that. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah, you can use all that stuff in the truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. So that's my favorite blanket. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think I'll end with one more question, and that is, what do you guys love about your job? What do you love about about being here? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like, just, like, trucking or news bomb? Both. Yeah, you can say maybe one thing about um, both. For me. One thing about both? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I just, like in general, I think it's all around. Um, I think everybody has to work together in every yeah. department to make it a whole. Yeah. And so with that, I think it's just the friendly friendly atmosphere coming in here. Mm-hmm. Um, the shop is amazing. Um just their communication if you call for stuff. But I think it's everything. Like our trucks are, they keep them up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big factor for Huge. me was having a truck yeah. that yep. was taken care of so I'm not stuck on the road or having, um, you know, blown tires all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a big thing. Um, Safety is not always people's favorites. But yeah. I think 
they are all amazing in safety. Like when they yeah. call you, how they handle situations, even though, you know, it might be a bad situation, mm -hmm. but uh, they talk you through it and they let yeah. you know kind of like, I mean, they have to let you know what's not good and what's, but so with that, sure. I think it's a whole. Yeah. But just in general, like the job, I, I just love driving. I mm -hmm. love being out, seeing things. Um, I think just everything really about it. Like, yeah. Do you think if, that this job does give you a lot of financial freedom too? Like just with yeah. earning power, like just hopefully that helps. Too. Yeah. I mean, you're, I'm able, you know, you pay your bills, you're able to travel. Yeah. Um, it just makes things easier. And so when you're out here, plus you're out here and sometimes, you know, I've, I've gotten close, to, I've been able to go to Niagara Falls, wow. you know, I've got 30 miles. I took an Uber. So, mm -hmm. and Mount uh, Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So doing that stuff with students, you know, you take an Uber, so that's a lot cheaper than driving your own car. Yeah. Plus, I, some of this I probably wouldn't fly to do mm -hmm. or drive. So, and you see so much. Um, mm -hmm. So I think with that aspect, being able to go and do stuff, mm -hmm. but also I think it's the freedom you have. Mm -hmm. But then you also, you have deadlines to get stuff where it's at, but mm -hmm. it's like you don't have somebody right behind you like micromanaging you. Mm -hmm. And so I like that aspect of it. And, you know, it's harder, I think, when you're new to get used to that because it's like this seems so tight, I can't make it. But I think all in all, I think just everybody, you know, my home time, you know, your home mm -hmm. weekends. Um, sometimes that 34 was rough. Yeah. But you signed up for that also. Yeah. Um, but I think in all in all, I think it's just the balance is good. Um, here, there's a lot of different things, you know, like the podcast, mm -hmm. um, just different things they do, you know, training, the, they offer a lot here. Yeah. So it's kind of like everybody's in this with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Awesome. and even if your dispatch can't help, somebody else can. Yeah. So, yeah, I think everybody here is amazing. So Aww. thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty much on the same page. I think, um, a couple of things that the financial freedom and the Ramsey University I've started. Oh my gosh, I Aww. can't thank you guys enough for doing that. Wow. Um, because it, I mean, it's my world is completely changed from mm -hmm. almost losing my home to starting to get debt free mm -hmm. and start investing in my retirement fund and all of that. It's just yeah. amazing. Um, but being able to go just go just go and drive and see the beautiful nature mm -hmm. and different parts of the world that i would never would have gotten to experience ever yeah. before yeah i am in such a good place right now i think the best place i've ever been in um mm -hmm. and i had another driver here tell me you know um it took a village <laughs> it really takes a village like yeah. to, to i mean Maya, bless her heart. Mm -hmm. Like if it wasn't for Maya being the student trainer and being as patient and kind and gentle as she is, mm -hmm. I never would have made it through training. <laughs> I was not easy. <laughs> um, and even, you know, safety, like you said, safety, you know, there, there's rules, you know. Yeah. I had to rehome Marley and mm -hmm. it still breaks my heart, but I get it. You yeah. know, heaven... Too much on your truck is not a good thing, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, I found a great home for him. Jeff King, actually, the director or the instructor for yeah. the New Spam Academy, him and his wife have Marley. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's a happy ending. It is yeah. a very happy ending. Um, and she's re she's a stay-at-home mom or yeah. stay-at-home wife, and they've got three other rescues. So Aww. he's in a really good place. So that makes me happy. Yeah. Um, he's living his best life. But. Um, yeah, I mean, even safety is like, you know, people love to complain about safety, but there's reasons for it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's reasons why we they do the things they do. Yeah. You know, but Maya was amazing as a student trainer. Tian, like you said, I mean, talking to her on the phone when yeah. I was hired and every time I come, she's just so warm and welcoming and on the phone and. Mm -hmm. Everybody here is just and Chris. I mean, I can't. Chris <laughs> kind of reminds help. me of like a, a I need coach help. or something. Yeah. Like a <laughs> I'll call him. I'll say, I need help. He's like, what did you know? <laughs> I'm like, you don't want to know. Oh, boy. He'll go, oh, boy. <laughs> you know, but so calm and just, yeah. it's all right. Yeah. You know, it's okay. You got this, you know. Um, 
I don't know, for some reason that just the people that are here, um, they're supposed to be here because mm -hmm. uh, they do what they do really, really well. Yeah. Um, and the trucks, when I, when I was, um, a couple of the things that were really important to me in finding a place to drive for mm -hmm. was safety. Yeah. What is safety going to say when it's storming out? Are they going to make you go and run? Because there are companies that do. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Are they going to make me run in the ice and the snow and the blizzard? Or are they going to, like, how are their trucks maintained? Because mm -hmm. I don't want to be sitting with blown out tires or rusted out parts or whatever. Because there's companies that do. Yeah. Send it. You know, and those were really important to me when I was trying to decide where to go. Yeah. And we have all of those. We, mm -hmm. you know, the all the check marks are there. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Yep. Thank you guys so much for, yeah. for sharing all that. Is there anything else either of you would like to add before before we leave? I don't think so. I think we've yeah. covered it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You've heard the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Not much ugly, yeah. actually, but no, okay. Not for the yeah, most part. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you guys so, so much. Thank I really you. appreciate it. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Thank you. Hey, everyone. This is Caleb from New Spine Recruiting, and I'd love to answer any questions you have about driving with us. Give us a call at 309-268-1199 or visit newsbombjobs.com. Hope to talk to you soon. You've been listening to Terminal Exchange, the official podcast of New Spine Transportation. If you're enjoying our content, please leave us a review. Your reviews help us spread the word about these important topics and invite more people into the conversation. You can rate and review us on your podcast app or visit us online at terminalexchange.org. New episodes arrive every other Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Newsbomb on your favorite social media platforms and be the first to know when new episodes are released. Thanks for listening. Until next time, own every moment and stay purpose-driven.